thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. Game over, man. Game over. You ever been mistaken for a man? <laughs> Such a dweeb in that movie, but so awesome the at worst. the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like he kicked the hats at times, but yeah. like was the worst at others. Yeah. yeah. So, Bill Paxton, R.I.P. Yes, yes. Very much a memorable uh, character in uh, One Aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, View Podcast, you are Brad. I am. You're Andrew. Yes, I am. And we are, um, well, you are, are guiding us down a rabbit hole this week. And uh, yeah. I guess, how did you wind up in this rabbit hole? Well, so for some, well, I talked about it last week. I, for some reason, I started watching movies like one after another after another every night. And for some reason, I got on to, I, like I was looking through my HBO thing and they had like all the aliens like in a line. And I was like, I haven't watched Alien, the first Alien, for a long time. I mean, it's been, it has to be over 15 years probably since I, well, maybe even since I was in college. I mean, I it's in my head because I watched it a bunch of times, At and but I haven't seen it for such a long time. It's just like one of those movies I just never revisited. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll get into it. And then after I watched that, Aliens was there. So I watched Aliens. Like, well, I'm down this far. Yeah, we'll go to Aliens Cube. We'll watch Alien Resurrection. We'll do all of them. Just 
take it on. And, um, and so I thought, well, I said, I texted you last week or, you know, mid midweek or whatever. I was like, I got a lot of stuff for you on alien. You're like, let's do it. Yep. And then, and then we're going to podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. Um, and which I think would be a fun kind of diversion from our regular scheduled program where we just kind of get into something deep. We had talked about doing something like this with, uh, some Halloween stuff. And yes, I think we're, uh, for some reason it just hit well right now. So yeah. I, and I know you've watched all of this stuff as well. So, uh, I thought it would be good ground to cover. And it's not something that a lot of people, I mean, you know, every, I mean, people talk about Alien and Aliens mm-hmm. as like two groundbreaking and great movies, yeah. um, but they don't get into the whole big franchise. Whereas, like a movie like Star Wars or Star Trek or um, you know the, some of the comic book movies, uh, you know, they will dissect everything and get into them. But I haven't heard a real good discussion on the whole Alien franchise. Yeah, uh, Alien and Aliens get purposefully singled out. Right. And they, yeah, for sure. And, uh, but I think on the back end here, what we've gotten with, with the prequel, what we've gotten, what we've got, uh, on the back end with the prequels is actually good filmmaking again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, whether you like them or not, you know, they're hit and miss for some people, you know, they're, they've, they have mixed reviews, but, uh, I think it would be a fun kind of path to go down and, and see what we can get into. Cause I think when we start talking, we can really, uh, just like I'm doing now, just kind of put words back to back and see if we can find something that's kind of tangible or, yeah. or reasonable to listen to. So, uh, if you like aliens, come in and enjoy us. If you don't like aliens and ha- or haven't got into it, if you have an HBO go account, uh, check it out. They, I think all of them, but all of them, but Prometheus are, is on HBO go right now. So, um, yeah, uh, go and jump down that rabbit hole with us and yeah. come back to us or listen to us and then see what the whole hubbub is about after that. Heck yes. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> But um, start with Alien, right? Yes. And I know we've talked about this before. You've talked uh, about these. The first two movies, you know, one is a great thriller, mm-hmm. and the next one is a great action movie. Yes. Um, and um, going back to the first Alien, uh, when do you remember the first time you saw it, or like what was your um, impression? I was probably I rented it from the public library on VHS. Oh, sweet! So pretty recently here. Yeah. Um yeah. I um the French Quarter has a library. Yes. Uh definitely. Um <laughs> yeah, it uh I was big, you know, uh, I was a blockbuster kid, um and being a horror fan, it's a lot of it, you know, the way they separated themselves was the box art. Um and the local library didn't have a ton of movies. Uh but it did um it did have Alien and the um, very, like, just minimal um, artwork, just black, stark white words, egg hatching, and uh, in space no one can hear you scream. Right. And then, of course, you know, on the back, I'm sure it was just nothing but glowing reviews. Uh, and I don't think that there was any sort of, like, age restriction or anything, because I remember 
not well, it's in the library. Se- yeah, I wasn't seventeen, so but I rented it. Yeah, probably when I was thirteen or fourteen. Right, so right That's... around the beginning of high school. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I honestly can't remember the first time I watched it. I mean, it. It was probably late eighties, maybe maybe early nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was probably late eighties, sometime where you know kids getting together and doing the same thing, the blockbuster thing. And I just, it, it was one of those, um, it was one of those, uh, cover art things that like, and that was a big thing for VHS tapes to do is to find the good cover art to, to draw you in, you know? And it was in like, it has nothing to do. Well, kind of, I guess there's a little bit to do, but, um, but the, the egg kind of melting, I, uh, it, it was weird. Um, I mean, well, uh, it just was ominous, I guess was the way it, it, it came off. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and based on some of the, the research I did, like the reason this movie got made was because of the success that, that, uh, Star Wars had, because this came out in 1979, mm-hmm. um, and having a space odyssey was big on that. But what, what was great about, you know, the first one was just how, and 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 Star Wars had a little bit of this too. Is just how lived in the universe felt, you know. Yeah. Um, where, but what was cool about this is, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, uh, swashbuckling, um, you know, rogues and 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 great feats of, you know, uh, overturning an empire. This is, um, you know, truck drivers and you know, space truck drivers or space miners. Yeah, you know. Uh, coming home from a from a long tour of duty and and just trying to get home and it, it the there there's not really a whole, I mean the what I remembered the most from this movie was the uh, you know before I watched it again was the the people the, sitting around the table yeah like kind of and and the just the kind of the banter that that went along with it and it just felt so. Uh, real and original or not original, but just real. Like Authentic, it didn't feel like yeah. it was put on. It wasn't acted. Mm-hmm. If it felt very, uh, uh, realistic and I like just normal people kind of doing their job, just right. like blue collar workers and stuff. And, um, and I thought that, and, and the space, the, the spaceship around him, you know, everything was kind of dirty. It was, it was very utilitarian. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything had a function, and there was a reason why everything. And it just, it 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 feels kind of neat that way, where it was. Um, I don't know. It it, it it tapped into something. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in the people, I mean, for the most part, I mean, like, there's some heavy hitters in mm. in that in the first one. I mean, it, I mean that whole cast, with with the exception of. Uh, uh, what is his name? Yapkit Kota. I mean, which who has done a couple things. All those other actors, you know, Sigourney Weir, Tom Skerritt, John Hurt, Veronica Cartwright, Harry Dean Stanton, and Holm have had like prolific careers. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are um, yeah. I mean, you just rattle off those names. You you know the faces. You know. Um, who they are so it's definitely i'd say the the, the only two is uh, veronica cartwright and ian holm mm-hmm. but you've seen them in like a ton of stuff you know yeah. um uh but 
uh, I guess originally like the screen pro like it, it called for like an all male cast mm-hmm. and then uh, and like Tom Skerritt was supposed to play like the Ripley character and stuff. Um, but like, uh, I guess, uh, Ripley Scott like decided to kind of work around that and like he wanted to make it more of a inclusive thing yeah. and like, thank God he did because, uh, yeah, it, it, well, it put Sigourney Weaver on the map, mm-hmm. you know, made her a star, uh, and it, it gave that, you know, strong last, you know, the last girl yeah. thing to it, but also, you know, not just a, a withering, um, you know, uh, a frail little creature. She yeah. was a, a badass who took yeah. charge, like from the very start, like she was trying to take charge and like, Hey, this is the right thing. This is the wrong thing. Yep. That kind of stuff. Um, one of the, one of the things I noticed though, was when they landed on the planet is that they, I, I don't know why I, and I don't know if you remember this or not when they land, they had the outside cameras and they showed the circular, uh, spaceship that eventually crashed in mm-hmm. the movie Pr- Prometheus. Yeah. And so that means that they landed on that planet. And I know there's there's some Yeah, some, I don't know if it's that or if it's like a fleet of ships and it's maybe. supposed to be I, like those they're they find <clears throat> they're finding an engineer ship. It might not be on the planet the Prometheus takes place on. Right. Cuz I think the and I think really the only reason I know that is the um, the final log on uh, the voiceover at the end of Prometheus, I think, is a different planet than yes. the captain's log in Alien. Right. And yes, because they're they're going to another place. And that's why I'd like to think that this first Alien movie mm-hmm. took place on the Prometheus planet. And in the second Alien movie took place on the covenant planet where, where they eventually landed after where they were, they were taken like, and in aliens, they they landed on a place where they had uh, a colonization ship. Right. And, and that's what they had in, that's the ship they had in uh, covenant. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to think that those two movies, one and two and, and the prequel one and two ended yeah. up to be, at the same plan, whether or not that's true. And I'm not real worried about that, but, um, but yeah, I, well this, I mean the first movie, I mean, I've been talking a ton about this, like, yeah. um, you know, the, I forgot about how long, you know, the face hugger was on John hurt and how creepy that was. Yeah. You know, just how, um, they, they were having a hard time wrapping their heads around it. Pardon pun. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's really. Um, I think it's not that we take it for granted, but it's become so um, familiar. the The chestburster scene is just so familiar in pop culture, uh, or or such a part of pop culture at this point that it really. Um, <clears throat> you forget that it really is like a a genuine like surprise moment that just it does come out of nowhere and it doesn't really fit the um like it is it is a complete like turning point in the movie like it doesn't really fit with everything else that's happening it it's 
obviously it's a catalyst and obviously it's, you know, this is a meticulously planned, well-written movie, but, um, it just is a total like tonal shift, Mm -hmm. um, from, from like this dread to, to genuine terror. Um, because it does have that, that one, like even with the lived in universe that you're talking about, which I think is one of the things that it, it did so well. And one of the things that kind of made, um, both, Prometheus and Covenant, even though they're prequels, um, kind of weird that everything was so shiny and new. Um, well, Prometheus way more than Covenant. Covenant had a little bit more of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is that sense of um, kind of wonder when they discover this new place. And uh, yeah, it, it just there's there's a complete tonal shift and it like abruptly changes the course of the movie which obviously is the point of it but um you just i i think it's easy to forget how impactful that actually is in the movie one of the weird overarching themes in all these movies is the lack of trust or the the duplicity of the artificial intelligence or or the you know the synths yes that that you know, no one trusts them or they are, if they do trust them, they're going to end up being evil, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and for rightfully so, they always end up doing something bad except for Walter, like later on, spoiler alert yeah. and, you know, in uh covenant. But, uh, for the most part, like every time, well, I guess, um, uh, not Bishop. Yeah. Bishop. Bishop was good. Um, yeah, so it, it's weird. It's a weird like um, love or not even love hate. It's like a hate hate relationship with, with the you know. It's for some reason they keep bringing these androids on, right? And <laughs> they end up either fucking them or they don't care for them. You know, like it's it's a weird it's a weird mix because like from the from the get go, you know, uh, Ripley's trying to say, hey, we're not you know, protocol is this this and this. And like the, the humans are like, no, we need to override that, that, you know, that protocol and Ash and, you know, Ash as, as we find out, spoiler alert, an alien yeah. is a droid. Um, but like, it's, it's a weird, um, it, it, it's feel, and I think really Scott really dug his feet in and said, we're, this is where we're really going to explore like this artificial intelligence. Are they, is yeah. it good? Is it bad? Well, it's pretty much bad. You know, in the in the in the later films, yeah, you can really tell that that's some, something he's interested in. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like it makes sense um, that like it is kind of a real thing that you know the blue collar person is the one who has to worry about robots and androids, and you know that's kind of becoming more of more closer to reality i think <laughs> i don't think anyone's really right on where we're at right now with those i think the people who think we're really close are wrong and the people who think it's really far off are also right. wrong <laughs> yeah it's somewhere it's definitely somewhere in the middle yeah, yeah it's uh you know the you know the alex jones of the world saying they're going to take over or yeah. you know or or yeah. the video of that like honda droid on its back after it tried to open a door or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, um, but yeah, like 
But those are the people that have to worry about those type of things. Like the people who are dreaming up this stuff, there's no real consequence for them. Yeah, it's um, like, oh, look what we can do. Yeah, not not should we, what should we do? And um, yeah, so that's kind of interesting. And yeah, Ridley Scott obviously is gravitating towards that when you talk about his, at least his, his uh, sci-fi pedigree between yeah. Blade Runner and this alone. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird, uh, uh, friendship or, you know, how, whatever it is, are they tools? Are they people, you know, are they things to be, uh, considered or are they just something to be used? And, um, yeah, it, and like you said, with the tonal shift with it, because like straight up to the point where it burst out of the chest, it was just a, you know, we have an emergency and it, well, I will get into this later maybe. Um, but like it goes from like from that to uh, like everyone. And I think I, mean, I know, no, you've said it. And I think I've refer- referenced it before. It's like the first one's a thriller, right? Yes. But it actually kind of is it, it. Well, it is a thriller, but it's almost like it's grotesque. Like yeah. at that time, like I, I was amazed by these first two movies Um at the, the visual effects. Yeah, they look fantastic. I it, mean, just, I mean, I, I can't imagine the amount of um, money they spent just on, just like one hallway on, yeah. on, on for one shot. Just looking at the ceilings and stuff like the way things were. It, it was, you know, I know H.R. Giger gets a lot of credit for designing, you know, or, or imagining the alien. But I think that, the, you know, the people that actually did the design art and stuff for this movie, uh, like, need a lot of credit because it felt yeah. so, like, I mean, it, it felt alien, you know. Yeah. Uh, just the, you know, the rolling, like, the con- like the consistent rolling, like, odd spheric uh, uh cylindrical like ridged things like looking down a hallway uh ceiling you know what yeah. i mean it just like i mean uh, there's probably a lot of probably a lot of miniatures but there's also a lot of see like scenes where it just has to be like taking up an entire back lot at fox yeah. or something like it, yeah. it's yeah they, i mean it's it's just so well um yeah, it just looks amazing, and I think that the um, the whole lived-in universe idea really helps um, kind of slow the aging process on this movie. Like, other than like the computer scenes where it's clearly like DOS. Uh, yes, um, that was the one thing that took me out of it. It was just yeah. because like everything else looked so great. It was just like the rest of it was just like you know, it felt like a, a computer. It, it it sounded like a computer printing. Like a dot matrix computer yeah. printing, and then and then the the text came up. Yeah, yeah, that I mean definitely is one of the things that dates it. But other than that, like the the whole idea of like the the lived in universe, the kind of like real realistic futuristic technology. You know, not everything's mm-hmm. all like sleek and workable silver. technology. Yes. right? Yeah, yeah, technology that th- these type of people would would be granted access to. Mm-hmm. Like as Wayland Company. Well, in that, and and speaking of that, like that, it was a great touch to 
to in in I don't know I don't know if he was thinking ahead or what, but by saying that the corporation is like maybe it was the of the time, you know, like big business is bad. That's always a a running theme for um, movies, but like for the libtards like, in Hollywood. That's right. Um, but yeah, that like it was uh, it was a nice little you know to Ash had it like a uh, a the prime directive or like the you know. Mm-hmm. Like had a had a uh, alternate. Uh, uh, he had the ulterior motive. Yes, and, and yes. He uh, was going as the android. He's going to carry that out without question. Yeah, he was there, and if like he was there to do the mission for everybody and do everything right. But if by chance if they ran into something weird, yeah. he was he he had something that he had to do. So. Um, yeah override yeah um do we this wasn't the one and i'm i watched so many at the same time this isn't part where we see the mother alien the second one's where we see that right yeah Yeah. the alien queen is in aliens yes all right so yeah it was um but yeah the first one i mean it's a it's a haunted house movie yeah yeah for sure i mean it's got the the things that go bump in the night the uh people kind of lost in uh i mean i guess it's probably not super foreign to them but yeah just uh you know stuff stuff like that stuff that is commonplace in in a horror movie yeah what what makes it weird for me like and i can't imagine doing these kind of jobs but like the people going for you know whatever 50 years or whatever for their your mining trip, yeah. they're gonna get back whenever their their loved ones are all a lot older, you know. Yeah. Thanks to hypersleep and stuff. It's just that never that it's hard that that one's hard for me to accept. Yeah. yeah. You kind of gotta. I mean, that <laughs> it's funny that like something like that would require more suspension of disbelief than. Mm-hmm than some of the other stuff, but that's kind of a credit to how well they craft this world. But Oh, for sure. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe it's just commonplace then. And, like, maybe um, their family is in hypersleep or is able to go into hypersleep or something, or maybe nobody's waiting for them. Maybe yeah. they're, they're like, you know, just <laughs> Tom Skerritt. <laughs> you don't see this, but he just broke up with his high school sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> and then 50 years later. He's going to come back and rub it in her face. He's, yeah. With the uh, Whalen yutani Corporation. Yeah. Um, well, and I thought, I mean, this the end scene of this movie was great. The the final battle, yeah. you know, was really good, really well uh, done. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I guess moving into Aliens, uh, directed by James Cameron, who oh, yes. who's like right off the heels of uh, Terminator. Um, and, uh, a uh, uh, little bit of lag between the two movies. I mean, uh, what 79 and 86, right? Yeah. Almost a decade. Yeah. So like, you know, we get quite a bit of time between the two and, um, but it feels like it, it doesn't take that long. Like it's, it's pretty much, it feels like a, a realistic, um, when you yeah, when you watch them back to back, it feels right. Yes, it does. Um, 
And I'm sure like people, you know, back then that felt forever. But now that we have the magic of, you know, the entertainment, uh, yes, streaming. But uh, yeah, James Cameron in I, you know, we've talked about it before. This is more of an action movie. Yes. You know, uh, we go from thriller to action, and um, and this is where I think because they go to this this colony is where I think they you know they end up with the covenant with David taking the yeah. the uh, that that thing to the to the other place. And but anyways, um, uh, we get. You know the Marines. It 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 feels a little bit more dated with the characters, um, as far as um, it feels a little bit more like, um, you know, like a predator style, like a bunch of hardcore guys going to fight yeah. bad guys and stuff. Um, I thought that uh, I I really didn't like for as much as I remember this movie. Like I really forgot about Paul Reiser's character. I and I. Like I know that he was a big part of it, but like it's, uh, what I remember are what I remembered were the other parts of it. I yeah. remember Bishop, and I remember Bill Paxton, and I remember Michael Bean. Um, but like uh, I, I didn't remember how good Paul Roger was as the, you know, the the company man, the yeah. guy that you know was pushing all the buttons. The corporate guy, but, for yeah. sure. When it came, when push comes to shove, eh, he's gonna run and hide and put everybody in harm's way. Yep. Imagine that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that he's just kind of forgotten, too, because he just spent so much time with... Helen uh, Hunt? Yeah, with... Uh, was it Mad About You? Yeah. It's not... A, I mean... I don't know. I I have seen, like, an episode here and there, and it didn't really, didn't really land with me, so... No, you're not missing anything. Yeah. Um, but that is what he, I associate him with before before this movie. Yeah. Uh, but he he pulls it off. I mean, he's not sure. a comedic actor in this at all. He's, you know. Uh, but again, another, like, uh, laundry list of people who, you know, you know who they are. You know, Michael Bean, uh, Paul Reiser, and Lance Hendrickson, uh, Bill Baxton. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of character actors here and there, but... Uh, no, maybe not a laundry list, but um, yeah, just uh, good cast. I like the Marine ex- aspect of it; like yeah. it felt legitimate. Like, wh- who would we send in? You know, what would we do if we had to? You know, take down something. A um, uh, little foreshadowing with the mech outfit, you know. Yeah. But uh, but of course, I knew what was going to happen. Um, and really, what's weird is like between the cat in the first one and Newt in the second one, yeah. like she really puts herself in danger for these uh, people that eventually <laughs> get killed or things that eventually gonna die. Yeah, this finite <laughs> Newt, so weird. Like the uh, there's just you know this kid in the air duct. It's mine now. Motherly yeah. instincts kicking in. Yeah. Um. And but uh, cool to watch all like the firefights and stuff like that and the yeah. bat. What was the one chick? Uh, oh, uh, Jeanette Goldstein as uh, Private Vasquez, badass bitch. Yes. Yeah, fun to watch. Um, just, <clears throat> but for the most part, like it, it, it was. Uh, it felt like the same universe, like the nothing different. It's just a different kind of movie, you know. Just yeah, uh, it felt like Predator, you know. 
uh, uh, the well, the prequel, you know, was yeah, ramped Predator up before Predator. Yeah, ramped up action. You know, muscle muscle bound dudes. That's right. Yeah. Um, and and we get more of the uh, with the company. You know, more of it being introduced. Yeah. And uh, but you know, sort James of a Cameron face to it. Yeah. Yeah. James um, Cameron loves mech suits. Is that where he we're, does? Where we're going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's definitely got a flair for or thing. He has a thing, like he has a distinct style of uh, directing. He likes certain things. Yeah, he whether does. it's mech suits or uh, underwater things or, uh, but uh, in or androids, you know. Uh, this one, Bishop. Bishop's one of the best. Like yeah. he. He was a, a great character in this. I wish they would have used him a little bit more. Um, but he was always... But he had a great death scene. Um, and and like, like I said, it... Well... It, have you ever... Sorry. Have you ever seen Near, no. Near Dark? I think. That's a, the uh, vampire movie. I'm pretty sure all... Well... Um, who is it? Bill Paxton is definitely in it. And Lance Henriksen, and I think it is Jeanette Goldstein. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're like the hmm. vampire family. And, I don't um, think I have seen this. More on that later. I'm going to look it up. Okay. No, it uh, has all those guys getting in it. Huh, interesting. Oh, directed by Catherine Bigelow. Yeah. Really? Huh. Uh, I remember liking this one. Um, I'll keep an eye out for it. See if it ever shows up on streaming. I'll send it your way. All right. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, another good, great. I mean, I don't know if it would come out now if I'd like fall in love with it. I mean, it feels some of the stuff, some of the uh, dialogue and stuff, uh, aged a little bit more than the first one. I Mm -hmm. think, um, you know, between the, you know, the macho, yeah. the macho stuff and all that. Um, so I, 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 I don't looking back now that I've watched them back to back. I, I like alien a lot more than I like aliens. Yeah. I mean, I, my kind of go to, um, cop out answer has kind of always been that like, I think aliens, the better movie, but aliens is more fun. Yeah, I was, <laughs> is, is my yeah. kind of like cheat. Like I don't want to have to choose. I love both my kids, and in this case, I have no actual dog in the fight whatsoever. So why can't I just choose? But, um, yeah, aliens. Uh, I think the thing that it it does so well is it. Um, I think James Cameron has a definite vision and a definite um, he knows what he wants to do. And he knows um, he kind of did the same thing with um, even though he directed Terminator, he kind of did the same thing with T2 where Terminator yeah. was more. Um, Suspense. I don't know, yeah. It was, it was not a huge action movie and T2 was mm-hmm. like, you know, pointed to as the action movie. It was almost a slasher movie. Yeah. T1. Yeah. Yeah, he was the the villain stalking uh Sarah Connor. Um yeah. 
But yeah, uh, he, real, he knows real quick, how to ramp near it dark. Up. Now that I think mm-hmm. about it, Catherine Bigelow was probably married to James Cameron at this point. Oh my god, the 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 lines. Yeah, uh, like in <laughs> and it was in '87. Yeah, the aliens, year after 86, Aliens, and they were married for a time. So, hmm. weird, 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 ah. weird. That's funny. Um, I never made that connection before. <clears throat> Thank you, IMDb. But, yeah, I mean, he just does such a good job of building on the back of Alien, um, mm-hmm. making it distinct, and, like, yeah, maybe... Um, I mean, I believe you, and it's been a... I actually um, think I'll probably rent these for when I... Something to watch on the plane, just because talking about it makes me want to watch them again. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, it just does it's it does such a good job of knowing what it, building off of what was established, knowing what it is, and James Cameron seeing his vision through to completion. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, he just has such a definitive vision. It's so decidedly action oriented, um, and there's still there's still those horror elements. I mean. Well, but he does a really good job of ramping it up, though, yeah. because with the with the queen, you know, you 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 see her just putting out eggs, and when they walk through that like minefield of eggs, mm-hmm. and then they start opening it up, and it's just like, you know, how you know how great is that? Yeah, you know. But it's uh, yeah, it, he definitely does build on it and which i kind of like now i'm kind of thinking of cameron's kind of oeuvre like you know like a movie like you know i know everyone loves uh what's the stupid movie with the blue cats um oh Oh, uh, avatar yes like i that like that is his vision like and i thought it was just Oh, I didn't. I'm firmly against that movie. That movie is just a, a get, people fell in love with a gimmick, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. I thought that that was a terribly written, terribly acted movie that had really great 3D technology. Yeah, and it and it and it, that's exactly what it was. But like, whenever he can build on a, an idea, like like build on the idea of Titanic and like all the things we can maybe do. Um, you know, or maybe, you know, and I, a movie like I really loved is the abyss. I don't know if he originally, he wrote that or not. Maybe he did. Um, but like for the most part, I think he's a good idea, man, as far as like, Hey, how we, how can we make this better? How can we make this really entertaining? And like, as far as Titanic goes, he did, Yeah. you know, T2, he did great. Um, he did write the abyss. Okay. Well, maybe. And there's some boring parts in that too, but, um, kind of nitpicking on that but uh but yeah he he was a worthy it was a worthy successor um to the first one mm-hmm. and not to belabor everything and i think we'll kind of kind of go over these next couple a little bit i did talk a lot about um alien 3 a little bit on my uh yeah, my deep dive fincher. from david fincher yeah. uh which was a disaster of a movie as far as uh how it was how it was produced and how it was directed and all that stuff. Like, you know, there was, they were butting heads the whole time. The script wasn't done, all these different things going on, but we get, you know, it, it what's, what's a common theme is that, and this is the only one that is a little different. Well, you know what? Alien resurrection is a little bit different too, but as far as 
Alien, Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection are the only two that don't have the, hey, we're going to go down to this distress call and yeah. see what's going on. You know? And maybe that... That's where everything goes wrong. You need that yeah, distress call. <laughs> I, I guess that is the reason why it's good because, you know, Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection, it's always, it always is based on, you know, what do we have here? What's going on? Oh, it's way more than what we imagined. Yeah. And uh, uh, as far as Alien Cube goes, I, you know, it's a movie I don't mind, but it's not nearly as good as the other two. Um, the... You know, there's some iconic scenes from it. We all we've talked about that before. Where you know she's putting her head away, and the the mouth the the baby mouth comes out. Um, it's uh, you know it's it's a so we get you know the thriller movie first. Yeah. We get the action movie second. We get the prison movie third. Yes. Now we get the bad '90s cash grab movie. Yeah. Fourth. I. So Alien Resurrection is the one of the original four that I've it's, seen the least. Yeah, it's I mean, I I remember I've seen this at least twice now because mm-hmm. I I like I when the only thing I could remember was Winona Ryder. But we get a weird thing where, OK, we're going to clone rip. This is 200 years after Alien 3. Mm hmm. And we're because Ripley had the queen in her, she killed herself at the end of Alien 3. Yeah. Because she had a queen living inside her that she was going to give birth to. And she killed herself for the good of humanity. Well, 200 years later, they decide to clone her. And of course, it's the company again mm-hmm. trying to develop some kind of whatever. And we clone her. Uh, but like I can imagine the story like I imagine these like the people doing this like oh this is good oh that y'all we should oh we're gonna clone her or bring her back and then all hell's gonna break loose it's gonna be great and like I did like the story but it the oh it was bad yeah it wasn't good (laughs) um so um we talked about this last week the IMDB user reviews I the top um, review is a 10 star um, the, although most would view it as an attempt to revive what is called an already dead series it is actually a great movie with true intrigue and innovation <laughs> and uh, what's crazy I mean strongly disagree um, I <laughs> I don't really remember any innovation other than there's kind of like a humanoid alien yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's oh, that's where it really jumps a shark. There's a sloth alien. Yeah. 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 There's like, yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. We have the uh, the the alien, the queen alien, the dog, the the quadruped alien, and now the sloth alien. Great. Yeah. Real, real innovation there. Um, but the the true, um truly crazy thing about this is that this review was submitted March 15th of 1999. Really? Yeah. So, wow. So, um, shout out reviewer C. Dallas. You are an early adopter of the internet. That's really good. And <laughs> good for IMDb at getting one there. Yeah, right? Um, I just I just found it like two years ago. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, there are some really cool, oh, sorry, uh, really cool scenes in here, like the the swim swimming aliens and stuff. Yeah, like and how like they finally got a hand on the CGI part of it, and it didn't look like super bad. You know, um, uh, there's a couple part like Ron Perlman like shooting the grenade launcher and like underneath the water and stuff was cool. Like some cool scenes, but like yeah couple cool scenes does not, not a movie make yeah um and it uh, it yeah it it definitely fell short and mm-hmm. it was a um this is one of those movies where sigourney weaver had a lot of uh creative control in because she didn't want to come back and do it yeah but well for the for Alien Three, she didn't want to come back and do it, but they paid her like five million for this. They pay her like eleven million to come back and do it. Yeah. And and at this point, I was kind of looking back and I was like, how old is is she? Because like nineteen seventy nine, she looks like she's got to be in her at least late twenties, maybe early thirties. And like she at the time this came out, she was like fifty years old. And but she's like Jack, right she's stacked, yeah, right for sure. And she's got um. Uh, you know, she, I, it's a showcase for her. Right. And like, I could see, and she was a producer on this and, and that, um, but one of the cool things that I noticed that, uh, it, it harkens or we get a kind of a member in Prometheus where David's kind of riding around on his, his bicycle and he's shooting yeah. hoops. Yes. We get a little bit of that in this movie where she's sitting playing basketball wow. and she, yeah, it's, I don't remember much from the like I remember bits and pieces. So, right. So. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Um so I got <laughs> I got I got to read this to you cuz cuz uh you know hindsight is 2020. 20. Right. Um but on the 15th of March in 1999, C Dallas um he finished his review with what I don't understand is that everyone says that this series ran out of steam by the beginning of the third one. I disagree. The alien films still have a flair going, but a fifth one would be all that you could have before the flame burns out. <laughs> I expect the fifth one to be really, all caps, really good, but also tie up the entire story and give an accurate epilogue to the series. Oh, see, uh, Dallas. <laughs> Prometheus would like to have a word with you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, let's introduce something totally different and and now for something completely different completely different <laughs> do you think c dallas would be corbin dallas maybe or dallas from uh tom scarrett's character maybe let's see oh i can see all of his reviews Ooh, he did not like jet lee's black mask in his opinion we've got an asian hater (laughs) in his opinion it's the worst movie of all time (laughs) (laughs) whoa he rated alien resurrection a 10 out of 10 yeah whoa oh yeah that's right i said that fuck (laughs) whatever (laughs) i'm an idiot (laughs) (laughs) that's okay uh i'm i'm just shocked again uh, but yeah, he only reviewed three movies: Aliens, Alien Resurrection, and Black Mask. There are a lot of old, old reviews on this. From oh my god, 
Yeah. That's crazy. That's, mm. Yeah. See Dallas. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, and yeah, it gets weird. There's a cool the the end scene is pretty sweet where there's like a pinhole, um, uh, uh, hole into the a uh, window where the alien kind of gets sucked out through. Okay, kind of cool end scene. Uh, but for the most part, like these the uh, Alien Three and for for I really for uh, James Cameron and. Uh, really Scott and Sigourney Weaver for that fact, she, they really don't consider these like, uh, as sequels, these last two. Um, yeah, it's and, non-canonical to them. Yeah. It just, it, it didn't feel right for them. It's fanfic. It, yeah. And, and, and the other thing that's weird is like, this is one of the franchises that has the most buzz about sequels as far as like scripts and rewrites and like Joss Whedon had a script that was like almost ready to go into filming, mm-hmm. um, like all kinds of stuff, like, uh, rumors and innuendo innuendos. Like I was re- reading on the Wikipedia page about the franchise and the amount of, uh, hemming and hawing about what they're going to do, when they're going to do it, and how they're going to do it, is it, it's it, there's a lot to it, and there's points in time where both Cameron and Ridley Scott are trying to team up and try to like write some like sequels, like legitimate or even prequels to it, and then of course you know we go from what 1997 until uh, well 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 here's what happened is yeah. that the studio universal decided to go with alien versus predator instead of a, um, instead of a aliens prequel or an, a legitimate alien sequel yeah. because they had, they had rights to both of those characters, um, you know, the predator and the alien and why not team them up? And, and they did what two of them, they did alien versus predator and alien versus predator rec requiem. Yes, right. Yes. And, uh, and I'm happy to say I never watched either of them, even though it might be a little bit of fun to watch those two fight it out. Yeah, it's uh, you would think that. Yeah. Uh, but so there was a you know bunch of you know Hollywood stuff going on until we yeah. get to Prometheus, and um, it, this is okay. So the first you know the first two we loved. Very simple objective, very simple, not too heady. Just let's just make a straight up haunted house, like you said, mm-hmm. movie. And and Prometheus is where we get very heady. And yes. I, I think we both, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, we both appreciate Prometheus, but not necessarily like it. I like it. I kind of champion this movie a little bit, though. Um, so... Maybe it's yeah, I think like, yeah, you you do push back a little bit on the I, behaviors. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I like it. I think that it was. Um, I I think that it was reaching for. I think it just kind of couldn't quite reach what it was hoping for. No, or what it was aiming for. Um, but. And obviously there's some really kind of silly stuff like the the like terrible sci-fi stuff they do where the map maker gets lost and, you know, the scientists taking their helmets off as soon as they 
recognize yeah. that there's oxygen oxygen in uh in the air just like those kind of nitpicky things like okay yeah i mean that is dumb but you know what can you do but i feel like it was trying to it kind of had a statement about um creation somewhere in there that just yeah. might have gotten jumbled i don't know if there was studio pushback i don't know if I really don't know um, if, like, there were, you know, rewrites or reshoots or anything like that. Um, but it just kind of comes off as a bit, like, it's like an un... It's not very well balanced, um, but there's some really good ideas there that I feel like just yeah. d- didn't fully get mined. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, it's, it's one of those, you know, like, uh, it, it with that creation aspect of it is like, mm-hmm. you know, we always in, uh, we is like the Royal, we, yeah. you know, we always think of our, our God as being a, a very nice and benevolent God or, you know, a yeah. fair, but true God. And, but this is like a jagged uh, saying, little pill. Yes. Um, it's maybe uh, we have a sadistic and it, it wasn't meant to be that our God, you know, was uh, benevolent and mm-hmm. all, all loving. Um, and, you know, with the, I, well, with, <laughs> well, and, you know, getting away from the ideas a little bit, like some of the, uh, you know, uh, what's her name? Rooney, uh, Numi Rapace. Yes. Yes. Uh, her scene with the, uh, self abortion was fucking great. Yeah. That was, it was pretty intense. Yeah. Um, uh, Idris Elba is the, the, you know, the cowboy captain yeah. of the ship was, he was really, he was one of the best parts of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the characters that didn't really stay around that long, like I, you know, the worst part about this movie is the David character really? and the Charlize Theron character and the, the Waylon. Well, that, I mean, what's his name being? Yes. Like, why is he just get an old character? Get an old man. Not, yeah. Um, fuck. What is his name? Um, yeah. Him. British. Uh, Memento guy. British McBriderson. Yeah. Um, oh wow, they buried this. Good, good on them at least. What's that? I can't. Um, Guy Pierce. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Un- yeah. Like, like just weird stuff. Like, really. Like, did you need to shoehorn Guy Pierce in there? Um, like, what was his? "Quote unquote star power," which I honestly didn't really know was a thing. I know he's a name for sure, right? Um, but w- did you really need him in there in like old man prosthetic? Um, and then there's there's kind of the 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 Meredith Vickers like red heron of like, is she an android? Is she not? Does right. it matter? No, not really. Um, and and like they th- i think that they thought that it was a a big reveal to have him on the ship at the end to be oh he, i we thought he was dead mm-hmm. but it, it could have been it could have been just great 
with them. Like I didn't need to work the intrigue into it yeah. where the, the, the reason the Whalen group worked so good, it was, it wasn't explained. Yeah. It didn't have to like in the first two movies, like it was just that over like, Oh, we know bad com- big companies are bad. So let's just leave it at that. And yeah. you know, they're nefarious and they're going to fuck up this whole mission without explaining it. Yeah. Completely. They kind of uh, explained away the menace. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, which, you know, and we already know, like, even though this takes place before alien, we, we already know that hypersleep is a thing. Like we, we know that it's possible for this old man to, you know, extend his life by, um, going into cryo sleep or whatever. Like, I, I just think that's such a reveal that just, it fell so flat. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's a couple, and then the other, the other one is that the hatching of the kind of like proto alien from the uh, engineer is like the the Easter egg everyone knew was coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple things didn't pay off. I I still think there's a lot of really beautiful shots. I think the score is oh, excellent. It, yeah, um, I mean, it, it's what you expect from what really Scott's been doing. Yeah. You know, with the the. I mean, I mean, even though I know you hated or didn't hate, but didn't like the Martian. I mean, you can't like just the, 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 the scenescapes of, you know, Mars, you know, just the rock formations and all that, like it's stuff like you, I hope can appreciate like what he does. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure I would. I, I honestly don't remember. I'm not trying to be hot, not trying to hit you with the hot take. I, but um, no, I I mean I believe it. Yeah, I mean he's been doing like even uh, the Robin Hood movies. Not good. Looks great. Like yeah. he he knows how to set up a scene or or knows how to get the right people to carry out his vision. Um, yeah, for sure. So there, I feel like there's. I guess my big thing with Prometheus is I feel like there's um, more value to it than um people give it and i think that it's still like for it's a little long for not really having a ton to say um but i still i just still think that there is stuff going on there these there's these introductions of ideas that i would like to see fulfilled that is just well not going to happen (laughs) And, and yes, but it, he gets a little, I think a little bit over his skis as far as like, just probably yeah. like big, big ideas and stuff like that. Because like a movie like aliens, you can watch without watching alien. Yeah. You know, uh, even a movie like alien three you can watch without watching aliens too or aliens. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, what I liked about alien covenant and I think we both really like this movie is, ah, yeah is the fact that it kind of got back to its roots as far as like a lived in universe, Mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, blue car people doing the thing that they need to do. They get that, that warning, Hey, this is a place we could land. You know, we've got some shady people, characters kind of, uh, under undercutting our heroes Mm -hmm. and ending up 
you know, screwing up the whole mission. Now he did like a movie like alien covenant is you cannot really watch without watching Prometheus because you need to know what the David character is like and what his right goals are. Right. Yeah. Cause otherwise there's just another Michael Fassbender that shows up in the middle of the right. movie. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, this is a nice guy. Like, oh no, he's not. Well, no. <laughs> oh no, he's not. Um, <laughs> the fingering scene was good, but I just got a little confused. Yes. <laughs> Um, it, it's just, uh, in like, I like this movie a lot more, not a lot more, but I like this movie more than I like Prometheus just because of the kind of the familiarity of that, um, that space, yeah. uh, not Odyssey, but that, that space traveler, the, you know, it, it's like the Subaru or not even a Subaru. I'm sorry. Like the the work truck of the space highways, you know, like it's dirty, it's, but it gets the job done, you know, like they're riding around in this ship and then they go and they're, you know, they're, they're not like a bunch of, um, scientists going, they're a bunch of like, Hey, we got to fix this ship. We got to do these things and all that. And all of a sudden shit goes wrong. Yeah. And of course we get this, this, you know, Billy Crudup plays a great, uh, foil to, uh, Catherine Waterstein's, God, character. Yeah. He, uh, um, he's so, uh, snively. Yeah. He, he just, um, yeah, he, he wants to be in charge because he wants to be in charge. He's not actually equipped to lead a yes. team. He's not, he, think, he's he not thinks he's earned it. it yeah. You know, yeah. Born on third base thinking he had your triple. Yep. 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 <laughs> Never heard that before. I like it. I stole um, it. That's okay. I don't. I don't know that. No, I'll, I'll forget. Um, I feel like this movie is kind of a uh, middle finger to the internet in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that like those big ideas that were starting to be explored in Prometheus all get kind of dropped for the most mm. part. Um, even right away with kind of this symbolic. Uh, death of the um of uh the creator what's his um no oh, Waylon. like yeah the scene between Waylon and david yeah um or it's just kind of like okay you don't you don't like big ideas which i'm not saying that um they were well executed um but it just seems like all right fuck it here's here's a bunch of aliens mm-hmm. choke on that um but it it is really good, and I mean, um, in the sense that I I don't think it's um, I give it a seven, um, so I like it more a little more than the internet uh, overall did. Um, but I I think that um, it gives you more aliens, and it those big ideas are kind of gone. The engineers are. Um, all but abandoned the um yes but now we're dealing with now he's got a heady idea though i mean he didn't he didn't totally abandon all that though because the ai part right yeah yeah but i mean because in a lot of ways that's nothing new yeah you're right you're right yeah um but yeah you do realize that that david is is a bad bad man bad bad machine um 
yeah, I I thought that was cool. That kind of like um, all those like uh, putrefied like stages of of the xenomorph, and mm-hmm. it just I think it showed you a lot of stuff that maybe we kind of all were hoping to see. Because like at this point, I don't think that the aliens are they're inherently scary by design, but um, I think at this point there's more of a fascination with them, and we we as as um, fans want to see them. And I think that it just kind of on the one hand was a bit of fan service, but, um, but it did it well. And mm-hmm. I, I think there was some interesting stories there. I kind of, I not now that we're w- talking through it, I really want to just revisit the franchise as a whole. Yeah. Um, well, I, I know that like, I mean, just for aesthetic reasons like that final scene like with them on the on the like the top of the the ship as they're trying to fight you know that Mm -hmm. final battle scene yeah i liked that where they were like harnessed down to the yeah the carrier yeah i thought that was really cool um and kind kind of weird seeing like an alien in broad daylight yeah right yeah it's it's yeah to with that without being backlit or you know yeah but and and it's you know and i trust you know brighter minds than i to be able to come up with a good story but i like i have a hard time trying to figure out where they go from here like we're into prequels like where do we go is there another prequel before you know uh ripley gets there for the first time or you know what do we do you know there's been so many I mean, this is one of those franchises that's just like, right. and it's probably like the Blade Runner franchise where it's been like, oh, is he going to do another one? When is the next one coming? You know, mm-hmm. when's the next one? And it's, um, maybe that's what they think about this podcast. Like, when's the next one coming out? When, oh, yeah. You know, what are they going to do next? <laughs> is it going to be go? good? Where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so in your research did you come across any uh um any things that you feel like you missed out on? Like I uh, I the Neil Blomkamp um uh, alien. I wanted that. That. <laughs> that thing was supposed I mean that was actually like that like Blum, Blumkamp had Yeah, I don't know. How to like say actually it. put some stuff on his instagram page about some some art and stuff like that that was supposed to go through yes and i and from what i i mean reading between the lines it feels like really scott kind of took the reins and said no this is my franchise and and i think the studio kind of like pulled back Hmm. like after chappy and was like and we're maybe not it'd be a real shame if chappy is the thing that um it would be derails his career because I loved that movie, great. and it's I understand great. like if you don't like um, uh, DeAntward, I understand. Like you, you can be kind of annoyed by two people, their antics, because um, they're really just kind of being themselves. Yeah, uh, that that but, movie had heart. Yes, and like if that's one thing you cannot say about Prometheus. Yeah, yeah. There Prometheus was, like, was pretty cold. Yeah, where you know uh, Covenant had some because you get you know the relationships between the people. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It would be a shame. Mm. 
Yeah, because yeah, it that's that's the one thing I kind of felt that it was um, not not maybe because of Chappie, but it was in that same time frame when Chappie came out and whenever he had a script to go off of that alien covenant actually was written and oh, really? and green greenlit sorry um so wow he has a ton of directing credits mostly video shorts but i mean disc 9 elysium chappie mhm all good movies yeah yep can't wait to see what he does next. Apparently, apparently he is attached to <laughs> RoboCop Returns. Mm. Um, wait, uh, untitled Alien Project. When? Was, no. When was this done? Plot is unknown. Shocker. No. Um, yeah, last updated June eighth, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. So, and that's. Well, you know, that's right about when Alien Covenant came out. So yeah, wow, that's that's surprising because I feel right? like I remember. Yeah, um, I feel like I remember uh, this being before Prometheus that his name was being thrown around, but that could just totally be me. Well, Prometheus came out in two thousand twelve. Yeah. So that's. I mean, I know it doesn't feel that long ago, but think about like no, yeah. I mean, the production cycle for Covenant was five years. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it was it was fun to go down this 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 rabbit hole because yeah, I honestly don't hear a whole lot of people kind of dissecting the whole thing, and um, it was it it, it was fun to get immersed mm-hmm. uh, because I've been like I've obviously have not well maybe not obviously but I don't know if I've watched them all in order like that well I know I haven't but uh yeah it's a fun little dive so yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it yes and I tell you what one can we put it out to the listeners maybe they have some some suggestions for yeah. us to get into some other yeah um type things you... I know we had an idea for what was it Wes Craven yes yeah some some uh October themes mm-hmm. uh, excuse me um but yeah, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on uh, Twitter at BruinViewPod. Uh, email us, BruinViewPod at gmail.com. And um, I know we didn't really talk about beers this episode, but we're always on untapped BruinViewPod mm-hmm. again. So yeah, cool. definitely let us know. Um, because I love doing this too, and uh, it it's nice to, uh, I guess, focus in. Because every franchise... Like unless it's short lived, like um, Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, right? Um, those franchises that just kind of go on a little too long, it's always it's always fun to kind of get further down into the rabbit hole with them. And yeah. uh, if you have well, someone like, to talk it over with, it makes it a little better than yeah. like you know staying <clears throat> up late alone watching <laughs> Hellraiser movies that you. That's exactly what I was thinking. Got of. delivered. <laughs> when you still got, uh, you know, movies delivered to Netflix from Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Just keep just jonesing for the next one to come. Yeah. Just like, I have to get through this. It's like you're just punch drunk from like watching so much garbage. <laughs> like, I just got to make it to the next round. Yeah. So. 
There you go. Cool. Yep. Let us know. And until next time, I guess. Till next time. Yeah. Bye. 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 All you timeless children with your predictions and flashback, trying to get ahead. What makes you think I can see you? What makes you think I believe you? Dreams inside my head. Have you heard me play on the news? Damn I'm waiting. Shot. I come to pass. All the dreams are flying. All the thoughts are dying. Heard. Final report of the vessel Prometheus. The ship and her entire crew are gone. If you're receiving this transmission, make no attempt to come to its point of origin. There's only death here now, and I'm leaving it behind. It is New Year's Day, the year of our Lord, 2094. My name is Elizabeth Shaw, last survivor of the Prometheus. And I'm still searching.